I was really uh, saddened to hear the news out of my hometown of Hamilton that uh, Gord Lewis, the founding guitarist of punk band Teenage Head, was found murdered in his apartment. His son now charged with his second-degree murder. And uh, there is a history of mental illness. So this is one of those tragedies all the way around. Here's a, an update of, uh, you know, where police, uh, you know, think what happened. It's Detective Sergeant Beck. Police received information. A number of emails had been sent to a variety of media outlets with information related to a deceased person. Based on the information, police attended a residence at 175 Catherine Street South and located a deceased male in his 60s in the apartment. Very, very sad indeed. And, you know, if you grew up in Hamilton, certainly back in my day, um, Teenage Head was an anthem. They, they were legendary, especially if you went to high school at Westdale, where I did go, uh, because that's where they became a thing. So they were just giants in their day, and even before I got into my teens, because they were around in the 70s. But my friends and I loved live music, and Hamilton always had a really great music scene. So my girlfriends and I, of course, we'd get all our fake IDs. Yes, I stole my sister's passport. All the, whatever you did, you got in. And you'd go to these shows. And, of course, Teenage Head was a show not to be missed, and there were a whole bunch of bands around them, you know, the Forgotten Rebels, Florida, all these bands that, you know, kind of came out behind them that, you know, we'd go see. And Lewis was always around the local scene catching shows. You'd see his orange hair kind of bobbing around in the crowd. Uh, and he was the brain child of the band. And the story goes that he saw this name Teenage Head in a music magazine in an advertisement and decided one day he would form this band and call it that. And so he did. And then he, along with uh, late frontman Frankie Venom, formed Teenage Head and played a show in the cafeteria of Westdale. Uh, so I've seen them a number of times. And yeah, I went to a, a grad, I think I went in grade nine, and they played the grad. I mean, they, they were just the go-to band. And, you know, they went a lot of, I mean, they did well, but they didn't really ever reach their potential. And maybe that's because on the night that they were going to go to a showcase in the United States, and they were showcasing an album a lot of people thought would give them a U.S. deal and that success. Uh, Gord Lewis got into a really bad car accident and the show had to be canceled. So we never really will know what could have been, you know. But nonetheless, they're back in my head today and it's very sad. But I want to bring in Warren Kinsella, who you know in the Toronto Sun is a columnist, but he's also a big lover of um, punk. And I thought you wrote a terrific piece Warren on on this band because unless you really know Teenage Head and uh, you know who they were in the punk scene and and that they were a bit I think ahead of their time, you don't really get the sadness that a lot of people feel today with the loss of Gord. No, you don't. And they were such a great band. And I was you know listening to you talk about them. You you know the band well. I think the reason why they didn't achieved the success they so richly deserved they were such a great band is they got kind of tagged with that punk label and yeah. they, and they you know they really weren't uh, i think that's what turned off a lot of um station managers oh we don't play punk rock here and but they were just like if you listen to their stuff they were just a great rock and roll band and a great bunch of performers and uh, but anyway, they didn't let that hold them back. You know, they played every corner of Canada. I, I think I first saw them in Calgary when I was a teenager, and it was like the heavens opened up. It's like, who are these guys? This <laughs> they're just epically awesome, and uh, love them for every moment after that. 
Yeah, I mean, they played the dive bars, and it just, I mean, that's where you see the best shows. The less people, the better, and they would just get really big, um, you know, a big draw. But it's you're, you're right. I mean, um, their music, if you actually go through their catalog, and I was like dipping into some stuff last night, going, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. No, yeah, I forgot about that. Uh, but their music was, like, the Ramones got very big, huge. But I would say the Ramones were much heavier than, than Teenage Head, because with the Teenage Head, there was a melody. There were a lot of songs that you could take away and go, yeah, I like that song. So I do, I do agree with you on the fact that you know, maybe the label kind of uh, pulled them back. But it's a tragic story all the way around. We lost Frankie Venom back in 2008-2009. And I think a lot of people, I mean, there was only one Frankie Venom. You couldn't have that band, I don't think, without him. But the band wouldn't have existed without Gord. No, and and we, you know, my kind of small part of rock and roll history is my band played the Friends Festival um, one summer in 2008 and um and frank frankie was there he was there to see us he liked us for whatever reason and uh so we said well you know we'll play some of those ramon songs and why don't you come out and mm-hmm. sing so he came out for a couple and there was this big big dark cloud you know like that summertime cloud you can sometimes see in the hammer coming across and people are scattering and leaving and he turned to me and he said if i'm gonna die i'm gonna die with my own band <laughs> we, we all got the hell out of there because we didn't want to get electrocuted on stage. And that was the last time I saw him. You know, not long after that, he died, and it was such a loss. And the Ramones, who you mentioned, mm-hmm. you know, the Teenage Head was known to the Ramones. They thought they were mm-hmm. geniuses too. Marky Ramone, mm-hmm. who's the second drummer of the Ramones and has his own radio show and whatnot. Like he did an album with teenage head and uh, while well, Frankie was still with us. So like, like everybody, Eddie Vedder, everybody knew about yeah. teenage head and it was one of those bands. Like, why aren't these guys breaking through? Why aren't they the biggest thing? And it was just this kind of tragedy that they weren't. And now we have this new tragedy with Gordon. Yeah, well, maybe people will, uh, younger generations will kind of uh, maybe be reinvigorated to uh, pick up some music because, you know, they really, it's often we see with bands that the good ones um, get noticed after the fact. And so maybe we'll see a bit of a resurgence for that. But there was, obviously, it's public um, and you have written about it, but there were issues within the family, like so many people have with mental health illness. Was this something known? I mean, is this something that Gord uh, worried about? Was it a constant challenge uh, with his, his son? It was well known, and um, you know, you and I obviously have to be careful because these are allegations, and he's you know innocent to proven guilty. But you know, all of us, or a lot of us, you know, had been receiving pretty wild emails and stuff for a while. And you know, some years ago, members of my family got threats, um, you know, via these emails, and the police got involved. So it stopped for a while. And then just this weekend, Alex, like I was with my mom and we were selling some some art. We were selling some paintings outside Mm -hmm. of uh, Toronto. And I just was getting inundated by emails uh, from this person. And it was just and I, you know, I was busy and I didn't have time to look at them. But thank God somebody at the, the spectator did. And they saw that some references that were disturbing and concerning. And so. Hamilton police were persuaded to do a welfare check on Gord. And, you know, that's when they found, you know, his his remains. 
and uh, and then the son was charged with second degree, you know, shortly after that. So it's just terrible. Like it's a terrible, yeah. awful story, you know, for a band that just had so much bad luck. Yeah, well, I got to say, um, you know, I know that a lot of people in Hamilton certainly will be uh, kind of looking back fondly in the memories. I can only imagine what the funeral will be like. It'll be, I think, it's a very uh, interesting kind of cast of characters from, from past. But, I mean, I don't I don't think I'm lying, Warren, when I say that Hamilton had an amazing, amazing music scene back in the day, whether it was uh, Teenage Head, you know, the Florida Razors, there was the Trouble Boys, there were the Killjoys. They just had a really good music scene. And all of them, including Gord, like they all supported each other too so they were always around each other no the hammer you know well, i mean my band loved playing in the hammer it's a rock and roll town you know it's like detroit it's like winnipeg yeah. like it's it's a rock and roll town and those bands did support each other and they supported local venues and so on and teenage head was the center of that they were the center of the you know the rock and roll universe in, in hamilton you know the loss of of gord and frankie before that's just it creates a gap that's impossible to fill Nonetheless, you were a part of that chapter, playing with them, and um, certainly give us some uh, good inside thoughts. I appreciate your time, Warren. Thanks. Thanks, Alex. Take care.